Who are you? Who does God say you are? Uh, I'm sorry, but who are you in Christ? Come again. Who are you? The questions that I just asked you are very simple questions, but it's surprising the amount of people who fail to answer those questions. It's not because they do not know who they are or who God says they are or who they are in Christ or what the Bible has to say, but they simply don't know how to apply it in their lives. And it's also because of identity crisis. Identity crisis was defined by the German psychologist Erik Erikson and he said that it is a period of intense exploration of different roles and aspects of the self. Identity crisis is also a period of uncertainty and confusion in which a person's sense of identity becomes insecure, typically due to a change in their expected aims or roles in society. So given this definition, I want you to think for a second, how many people are going through identity crisis right now as I'm speaking? Many people had many plans for different things. Many people had plans for the senior year. They spent quite a lot of time planning out how their senior year was going to be like. Many people were planning for prom. Many people were planning to come back home to their families. Many people were working out for their summer bodies. Many people were doing a lot of things. But now Corona just came in just like that, unannounced, and to totally uncalled for. And where are all those people now? There is a lot of questioning of one's worth of oneself and of one's identity going on through this period simply because what we had planned what we thought would happen turned out not to be what actually happened and this is causing identity crisis and many people are now failing to actually answer the question who are you this is also caused because this is also happening because you know many people they when they were asked who are you they would say oh i'm a rugby star but now you no longer play rugby who are you they're just blank many people had great voices they used to sing a lot in acapellas in choirs at church you know even at concerts but now there are no more concerts going on and then you ask them who are you they failed to answer it so when we base our worth when we base we are when we base our identity on things of the earth we fail to truly define ourselves because the earth is passing and we are not of the earth we are just here for a short while but our home is actually in heaven so if we conform ourselves to the things of this world we face great challenges when we now when we are now faced with the question who are you the Bible in the book of Romans chapter 12 verse 2 says that Stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. 
this will empower you to discern god's will as you have a beautiful life satisfying and perfect in his eyes i hope you clearly got the part where it says that a beautiful life satisfying and perfect in his eyes this clearly means that god has big plans for us god actually plans for us to live lives as kings as queens as royal as royalty because that's who we are and it's written in the bible but we'll before we go there we have something to i have something that i need to talk to you guys about so there is also identity crisis that's resulting due to society we heard romans chapter 12 it said that do not stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you okay i feel like somebody needs to hear this a little bit louder so i'll say it one more time and louder stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you yes you heard me right stop chasing clout stop trying to be you know instagram famous stop trying to you know fit in society stop trying to be the cool kid on the block stop trying to, just stop just stop it stop it right now the world has its own standards and there is a standard measure for literally everything there is a standard measure for beauty there is a standard measure for happiness there is a standard measure for wealth there is a standard measure for success and even if you tell people that you know guys i'm healthy people will say okay they'll start asking you questions and those questions are a standard that will actually tell them if you are really that healthy as you claim or not and you know there are many there's so many stereotypes that society has set and this is a weapon that the devil is using to destroy many christians because the moment you start you know the moment you start wanting the moment you start desiring you know to be to qualify for a certain stereotype or you know to be that you know you struggle to fit in and you actually forget who you are you actually abandon who you are and you know that that feeling of wanting to be accepted you know that wanting to also be part of the movement the moment you start to want to fit in the moment you start campaigning for things that are worldly you lose the you lose your character you lose your identity the person that god set you apart to be you start abandoning that person and you now want to start you know imitating the people that another person that is totally different i will repeat once again stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you but be inwardly transformed by the holy spirit through a total reformation of how you think this will empower you to discern god's will for you to discern god's will as you live a beautiful life satisfying and perfect in his eyes guys wait they it says that this will empower you to discern god's will as you live a beautiful life so this means that even you know we are in the world but we are not of the world but even as we are in the world 
God has beautiful plans for us. God has great plans for us. He wants us to live a lavish life whilst we are, you know, whilst we are actually following his perfect will and living a life that's satisfying and perfect in his eyes. So I know somebody would be there like, Aish. Um, okay, 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 I see you. And then they'll say that, okay, so I'm now no longer trying to fit in in the squad. I'm no longer trying to do things the way they are. So where am I? This takes us back to that rugby player who used to define themselves saying that I am a rugby star. And then now they no longer play rugby anymore. Not because they can't, but the situation doesn't allow. You ask them, who are you? They'll just be blank. Now, if you're in that type of situation, or if you're now stuck and you're now stranded, you no longer know how to answer, don't worry, I got you. And the Bible always got you. Like, in every situation, guys, let me tell you something. In every situation that you might be going through, it's there in the Bible. Look for it. You will find it. It is there in the Bible. There is nothing new under the sun. Everything we are going through. I don't know. Have you ever heard of the phrase that our lives, the lives that we're living right now are delayed matches? Well, if you haven't heard of them, of it, I'm now telling you. The lives we're living right now are delayed matches. God already knows how we will end up God already knows the person that we will marry, how many children we're going to have. I know you might actually be there like, huh, no, uh, I'm not even going to get married. No, I'm not. I'm not. But God knows. God knows your future, girl. God planned it out. He, he already lined out everything so that it happens beautifully. And, you know, it happens in such a way that you will be amazed. So... Without much further ado, let's now look at who are you in Christ and what does the Bible say and who does God say you are, you know. If we actually live by these standards, you know, society will start neglecting us totally. But it's cool though, because in the Bible, the word of God says that it's actually Jesus who is saying this. It's in one of the Gospels. And he says that in the world, you will... Wait, it's actually... Yeah, it's actually in John chapter 16, verse 33. And it says, These things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. So even if your friends start saying that you're acting weird or you're being weird or, you know, people just start saying that, how can you tell yourself that? I mean, just look at you. You do not need to even, you do not even need to think twice about what they're saying because there's actually a psychological fact that I read somewhere and it actually proves to be true. And it's, Actually, it's actually in the Bible. <laughs> it's actually in the Bible. And it says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It's in the book of Proverbs. I'm not sure where exactly. But if somebody tells you that you are ugly, that's what they have in their heart. That's what they think of themselves. But then they try to cover up for their mistakes by making other, by making other people feel bad. 
and let me tell you this if you're listening to me and you're one of those people who actually feels good by making other people feel bad you are weak you are the weakest person ever because by making somebody else feel bad what are you gaining you're simply trying to cover up for your own mistakes you need to actually own up your mistakes you know step up show up you know be responsible take responsibility for your actions and if somebody else you know if you're acting the way you're acting because of what somebody else told you before well i'm here to change all that i'm here to change all that because the bible actually says some pretty great stuff about us it actually says some pretty great stuff you know these things they may they might sound so cliche because many people especially in the world they just say them with no value with no meaning and they they've started actually losing their value but when we when we actually look at it from the way god wants us to look at it huh, i'm telling you you will be amazed you will be totally amazed i was totally amazed you know let me actually share with you a personal experience so there was a time in my life when i actually also went through identity crisis yeah i'm not perfect i'm also human hey and during that phase i just tried you know i hanged around with people who i you know i i hanged around with totally different people and people who were different from me people who were similar to me but at the end of the day i could not define myself and at the end of the day i could not see myself as beautiful but the moment i started actually getting closer to god the moment i actually started spending time with god the moment i spent time reading my bible more time reading my bible than i used to the moment i started you know praying to god and spending more time in prayer i actually started seeing myself differently and now the way i see myself whoo <laughs> and you cannot tell me anything different you cannot i dare you to try and change my mind you cannot because the word of god says it and who are you to tell me different you cannot change my mind and i'm hoping that you guys you'll also come to this state of mind that i'm in the state of mind where society you know there are just some of those people that society cannot even handle they just be there like ah ah let's just live her alone she's not worth it but then i'm telling you when people start you know when people start isolating you they will if, if you actually decide to change they'll start isolating you i'm telling you from those people who are isolating you from those people who are just you know avoiding you icing you out they are some of some of those people actually admire you for what you're doing they wish they can have the courage so if you you know you never actually know because they can actually put up a pretty good okay <laughs> they can actually cover it up well and you never really know but just spread the word spread you know spread light tell somebody god loves them and i talk a lot <laughs> but then i it's just so that we get closer you and i you know <laughs> okay so who does god say you are who are you in christ what does the bible actually say 
And you know, throughout the whole Bible, from Genesis to Revelations, the Bible clearly it's clearly written there, but we just fail to understand. But don't worry, I'll break it down to you. Throughout the whole Bible, the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Apostles, the Gospel, the Epistles, the Proverbs, you know, everything. We'll get into it. So who does the who does what does the Bible say you who Yeah, let's just get into it. In Psalms 139 verse 14, the Bible says, You are fearfully and wonderfully made. John chapter 1 verse 12 says that you have the right. You have the right. You are a child of God and you have the right to become a child of God. Since that moment when you received Christ in your heart and believed in his name. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5 says that you are predestined for adoption. You are not alone. God has called you to be his son through Jesus Christ and you are not abandoned. In Romans chapter 15 verse 7, you are accepted. You were accepted to bring praise to God. Colossians chapter 2 verse 10, it says that you have been brought to fullness. You are not incomplete. No, you are full because you have been brought to fullness by Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 17 says that you are one with the Lord in spirit. In Romans chapter 6 verse 6, it says that you are no longer a slave to sin. It didn't say that, it didn't specify any sin. No, it just said you are no longer a slave to sin. So literally whatever sin that used to bother you or you are no longer a slave to it. Pray about it, talk to God about it. He'll help you overcome. <clears throat> Genesis chapter 1 verse 27, you were made in God's image. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, he knew you even before you were formed and he set you apart for great things. So I'm a biologist myself and other biologists can relate and I'm pretty sure everyone else can. You know that uh, when fertilization happens and then the zygote is formed and then implanta implantation happens like you, 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 okay, in according to us humans, you can still say you'll be called a fetus and you'll not yet be a baby. You cannot, you're not even considered to be a baby. But God knew you even before the sperm that was supposed to fertilize your mother's egg. You know, if you, even before it all happened, God already knew you. You are not alone you're not forsaken god knows you and he's listening to you he hears you and in the bible the book of first corinthians chapter 12 verse 27 says that you are a part of christ's body galatians chapter 3 verse 27 to 28 says that you were clothed with christ when you were baptized and you are one with him 1 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 says that our borders are the temples of the Holy Spirit. And yes, we'll talk about this. This is, um, I feel like this is something we need to talk about separately on its own. But for the meantime, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. In 1 John chapter 3 verse 1, you are a child of God. Romans 8 verse 38 to 39, you are forever loved. No matter the situation, no matter the circumstance. You are forever loved. Isaiah chapter 53 verse 5, you are healed. Please note, it didn't specify that um, you're healed from malaria or you're healed from AIDS or you're healed from corona. It just said you are healed. Meaning, 
even if you have a broken heart go with it to god he will heal it because you are healed by his stripes we were healed in psalms 18 verse 32 it says that he makes you strong you know when you feel weak when you feel like you can't personally i went through this when i was making this podcast and i felt so weak but you know praise god hallelujah i'm strong (laughs) first john chapter 2 verse 12 says that you are forgiven in isaiah chapter 43 verse 1 he says that you are mine you are his you are god's you know yeah you know if you're one of those people who feel like no i just need to belong i just need to feel accepted god says you are mine darling god says you are mine you are god in joshua chapter 1 verse 9 he says that he is always with you he is literally always with you no matter what he is always with you in isaiah chapter 30 verse 21 he gives us direction you know when we feel so lost so desperate and you feel like you do not know what to do next or you're so confused god gives you direction don't worry girl don't worry bro hey god gives you direction man <laughs> in john chapter 14 verse 27 he gives you peace and peace not as the world gives you know the world okay fine let's take it let's take an application for example and you sign up for the seven day trial and you know all the features are working everything is going so smoothly you feel like okay yeah i'm living as soon as the trial is over they'll want their payment you know that peace you're feeling is just temporary but god is saying no i give you peace you know in psalms chapter 23 he says that even though i walk through the no wait the lord is my shepherd i shall not want he leads me to paths of righteousness for his name's sake Ah, no, I'm mixing up the whole thing. But there's the verse that he says that he leads me beside still waters. Still waters are so peaceful. And when Jesus calmed the storm, he said, peace be still. And the, the waves just, you know, they just chilled. And that's what God is saying. He gives us peace. He gives you peace. Not as the world gives, but he gives you peace that's everlasting. Peace that's eternal. In Ephesians chapter 2 verse 5, you are alive in Christ. You, Even if you feel like you're dead, you're like your soul is dead or what. No, no, that's a lie. You are alive in Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5 says that go check in your Bible. Romans chapter 8 verse 2 says that you are free from the law of seed and death. You know what actually happened uh, in the past? Uh, in the, yeah, in the past, if you've seen if you sinned or if you committed adultery they would stone you to death alive they would literally stone you to death alive and that was the punishment and they had every right to do so because it's god's word also but now romans chapter 8 verse 2 is telling us that we are free from the law of sin and death in isaiah chapter 54 verse 14 he says you are far from oppression and will not live in fear first john chapter 5 verse 18 says that you are born of god and the evil one can't touch you touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm the evil one cannot touch you i know we'll talk about it later on this time most ephesians chapter 1 verse 4 and first peter chapter 1 verse 16 they tell us that we are holy and we are without blame before him in love 
I know it's hard to believe, but the Bible says it, so you better believe it. You are completed in him who is the head over all rule and authority of every angelic and earthly power. That's also Colossians chapter 2 verse 10. Yeah. Uh, I, John chapter 5 verse 18. First John chapter 5 verse 18. Yeah. I, yeah. You are born of God and the evil one cannot touch you. No, he cannot. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 16 and Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 tell us that you have the mind of God. Philippians chapter 4 verse 7 you have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. First John chapter 4 verse 4 the spirit of God who is greater than the enemy in the world lives in you. Yes, lives in you. Romans chapter 5 verse 17 you have received abundant grace and the gift of righteousness and reign in life through Christ Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 17 to 18. You have received the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus. The eyes of your heart enlightened so that you know that you have the hope of having life in Christ. You know. There are so many things that the word of God says that we are, but we simply just don't have enough time to, you know, to actually read it. And uh, there's the most common, and somebody might be there like, ah, how can she leave out this one? Don't worry, I didn't have. I actually left it out so that I can actually put more emphasis on it. And that's First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Now the old the Orthodox Jewish Bible says that um it says but you are an amnifcha a mamlechit kohanim el goi kadosh an amsegula for this purpose that you may declare the wondrous deeds of one who has of the one who gave you the calling and summoned you out of the Joshik um into his marvelous light so now an amnifcha is a chosen people you are a chosen people imam lechet kohanim is a kingdom of priests royal priests it's not just a kingdom of ordinary priests no it's a kingdom of royal priests egoi kadosh is a holy nation and an amsekula is a people of treasured possession that is who you are in christ and as I'm coming to the end of this podcast, I just want you guys to understand that I am not detecting things to you. No, this is what the word of God says. And think about it. Take time to actually go through the verses that I shared. Just just try to meditate on them and they will make more sense to you personally. And also, as a task before we meet again is a test i want you guys to go and read ephesians chapter 1 verse 2 ah, no ephesians chapters 1 and 2 ephesians chapter 1 and ephesians chapter 2 read those whole two chapters they really if you uh, if you're still wondering who you are or you still don't know who you are go and read those two chapters and highlight they actually tell you who you are go and read go and read you'll see what i'm talking about and write down everything that you that the bible that the word of god says you are from those two chapters guys you'll be amazed you will be amazed 
I only talked about a few um, Ephesians 2 verse 5 that we are alive in Christ, but there's actually more. Just go and just go and read and also spread the word to somebody else who's also, you know, stuck or who's also wondering who they are. Just tell them to go read Ephesians chapters 1 and 2 and write down everything that the word of God says they are in. You know, you have to affirm yourself these things daily. These things can be daily affirmations because we sometimes forget. We face situations that are so hard. Situations that are so hard. We sometimes forget. But no, do not be faint-hearted. Do not be dismayed. Just go and reapply what the word of God says about you, who you are. Go read it again in the game, in the game. So guys, this is Reach Out. You have thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you very much for sharing this podcast. I know you will. <laughs> but until we meet again, bye.